The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Virginia State Crime Commission is recommending the General Assembly eliminate every mandatory minimum sentence in the criminal code. Those offenses range from traffic violations to violent felony offenses. During a meeting yesterday, a staff attorney for the commission noted that research on the effectiveness of mandatory minimum sentences at deterring crime and eliminating inequities is inconclusive. However, a 2020 report from the Virginia Department of Corrections noted that black people who are incarcerated on average have more mandatory minimum sentences than their white counterparts. Advocates for Virginia workers are planning to make another push to get mandatory paid sick leave. As Roberta Roldan reports, they're making the case that the current pandemic makes the benefit more important. Advocates for paid sick leave have found an ally in Dr. Danny Avula. He's been heading the Richmond and Henrico Health District during the COVID-19 pandemic. Avula says he's seen people without paid sick leave having to choose whether to get tested in quarantine or pay their bills. You know, and if they had the option uh, to have some paid time off to do what was both best for their own health and for the public's health, this would be a very different calculus for them. Numerous lawmakers are proposing some version of mandatory paid sick leave. A narrow bill from Senator Barbara Favola would allow employees to use their existing sick days to care for family members. Another bill from Delegate Elizabeth Guzman would require five paid sick days for many essential workers. Roberta Roldan, VPM News. Small businesses remain split on the issue. Buzz Grossberg, owner of the Buzz and Ed's Barbecue Restaurant, supports making the benefit mandatory. Paid sick leave for me and for my staff is just part of a baseline that people really need to uh, operate their lives comfortably. The small business group NFIB successfully led efforts to kill mandatory paid sick leave bills last year. Executive Director Nicole Riley says businesses need flexibility right now. It can add up and unfortunately it really could prevent many of them from hiring back employees if they've had to lay people off. Numerous lawmakers plan to file sick leave bills. The legislative session starts January 13th. The Pocahontas building, where state lawmakers' offices are located, will remain closed to the public during the upcoming legislative session, but alternative plans are now in the works after a Republican senator sued to keep the building open. Whitney Evans has this update. Democratic leaders decided to limit building access during the 2021 session to lawmakers and their staff based on the advice of state health officials. The complaint, filed by Senator Bill DeSteff, argued that the decision shut out public input in the legislative process. Last week, a federal judge asked both parties to create an alternative plan that gives the public access to their legislators while keeping them safe. Instead of reopening the Pocahontas building, the House and Senate will designate an office space in downtown Richmond where up to 10 people at a time can meet with their representatives. The location is expected to be announced on Friday. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The state Senate will convene in a large conference center space at the Science Museum of Virginia. The House will meet virtually. Attorney General Mark Herring announced on Tuesday that he plans on creating a new Office of Civil Rights to oversee anti-discrimination work. In a statement, Herring said the new division would work on issues ranging from voting rights to policing. 
He said Democrats in the General Assembly would sponsor legislation to make the new office permanent. Republicans squashed a similar proposal back in 2019. Democratic Delegate Jade Jones, who's running against Herring for Attorney General, accused Herring of acting too late on the issue. Jones announced his own plans to create a similar office in November. Henrico County is pushing back the timeline to reopen public schools. While they originally planned on returning to in-person learning next week, classrooms will now welcome back elementary students on January 25th. Middle and high school students will have the option to return to in-person classes in the first week of February. Students will still have the option to continue attending school virtually. The decision to delay the return to in-person classes was made as Henrico County sees worsening COVID-19 numbers. Superintendent Amy Cashwell said on Tuesday that Henrico schools are still well prepared for in-person classes. She anticipates that this delay would be the last adjustment to the district's reopening plans. The Richmond and Henrico Health Districts have created an online form to connect with healthcare workers who have not yet received a COVID-19 vaccine. The group of healthcare professionals they're trying to reach interact with patients who may have COVID-19 or work in a clinical setting. As of yesterday, health officials say more than 3,000 doses have been administered in the Richmond area to these frontline workers, as well as residents of long-term care facilities. Individuals interested in filling out the form can go to the Richmond City Health District website at vax.rchd.com. This afternoon, Governor Ralph Northam and health officials will give an update on the state's COVID-19 response. One topic likely to be addressed is the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine, which began just before the holidays. As of yesterday, more than 104,000 people have received a dose of the vaccine in Virginia. Starting at 2 p.m. today, VPM News will be streaming the governor's press conference on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, January 5th at 7 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.